Hey everyone, welcome back to the W Podcast. I'm your host Lexi, and we have... Dylan. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Dylan's back for yep. this episode. It's been a while since we recorded together. And we tried to record um, before the holidays, but it got really, really busy. Like Just too much going on at once for us to record. Well, it's the holidays, so... yeah. You know, it's your boy, SP. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did a post on our Instagram and Facebook. There's a Google form. It's completely anonymous, and you can fill it out and send in a story. We're going to try and collect some stories to do, like, another listener tale kind of thing, listener stories. And we'll include, again, some of our own, and I believe... Your grandpa's story. Yeah, I would like to. So the link is in our Instagram and on our Facebook at the W podcast. So you can do that. Also, um, there's a special someone that we're going to be calling for an episode. We're going to have a call in. Yeah. Um, because <laughs> I've been thinking about this person for the longest time to come on the podcast. Yes. Because I he's probably the, I don't know, the best person to even have on a podcast. <laughs> so I think it's just going to become a constant thing of him just constantly being on the phone. Yeah. Because, okay, first of all, he's part of the family. Yep. And when we were at Christmas, he yelled at us because... Yes. He, because his <laughs> own, he wants to voice his opinion. So, and he was screaming at us, not screaming. I shouldn't like say jokingly yelling, yeah, jokingly yelling that he thinks we're wrong, and he <laughs> wants his opinion. So, eventually, we're gonna call him. Yes, and we're also working on. So not only will just one person be able to call, we're gonna. I think we figured out the logistics of it, but we're probably gonna go live on like Instagram or Facebook, read a story and have a number for you to call in and you can voice your opinion on the podcast. So we're just going to have to figure out the logistics of that, but I'm excited to do that in the future. It probably won't be every episode, but it, you know. But at least we could have the special someone that I really want on the podcast. <laughs> that can be every episode. I don't care. All right. Okay, so this is episode 18. We're getting into, obviously, because it was just Christmas for us, but holiday vibe for everybody else. Um, I'm going to start with our would you rather, if you're cool with that. That's fine. Would you rather relive a past winter holiday or get to travel to a future winter holiday? Hmm. Yeah. That's a good one. I know. I thought it was really good. Just think about it. I'll think about it. We'll see how it goes. Okay. I'm so lost. So I kind of spaced for a minute there. Um, well, I'm not paying attention. I know. Yeah. Am I the asshole? Can you shut your dirty trap? All right. So. Would you rather relive a past winter holiday or get to travel to a future holiday? So, 
I'd rather just travel to a future holiday. Can I pick the year and... Yeah. All right. I want to travel to like 2060. Oh, what if I'm dead though? Yeah. Shit. I still want to go 2060. You just want to see how things are? Or yeah, what? I just want to see what the future looks like. Yeah. I don't care about any of my past holidays. Oh, maybe I do. I do a lot, actually. <laughs> Either way, I want to go to the future, not the past. Fuck the past. That's why you have a rearview mirror. You don't even look in your rearview mirror when you're driving. You just keep looking. Out. That's why the rearview mirror is so small and your windshield is so big. Yeah. It's because you just look forward. You don't have time to look back. Well, you should look back. Don't yeah. look. Don't look to your past. Always look to your future. Yeah. Twenty sixty. Here I come. I'd like to go in like, mm, like twenty forty five. You know. Well, it's only just, like what's twenty one years from now. Yeah, but I just want to see. So, like, I would be. I don't want to say no. I would be like perfect, like middle age. And I just want to see like how much our family has changed. So like, are you like a fly on the wall or is it like you can interact? And I want to interact. Yeah. But what if that fucks with the space time continuum? And, like, <laughs> okay. Maybe it's like the ghost of Christmas past and every in future and whatever where like nobody can see him. That's what I'm saying. Like a fly on the wall. Yeah. Or like, okay. We're going to have a Marty McFly situation. No. Where it's like, if you interact, then that's going to fuck up the whole entire chain of events. The butterfly effect. Yeah. And like, I'll end up with like a hippo head or something. No. We'll just do like flying on the wall. You can see it, but nobody else can. So I mean, is your, are you going to be looking at yourself then? Yeah. That's you can crazy. see yourself. That's weird. That's Unless crazy. you're dead. Or what if you find yourself? And you're a homeless person and your family is all, you know, you have to f- try to figure out oh what God. the hell happened. Yeah. How did you become homeless? Right. Imagine seeing, imagine if I was homeless and I go up to the window as myself now in the future and I see you with a new husband <laughs> <laughs> and you're celebrating Christmas with our family and it just makes me sad. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that will happen. But then I find myself as a homeless person. And I'm just like dying. I don't know. Oh, my God. It'd be so crazy, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. You don't even care about this. I do. You don't care about my feelings. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. Are you ready to get into these stories? I suppose. Okay. This one is posted from AITAH. Um, which is another Am I the Asshole subreddit. It's posted 17 days ago. The title is, Would I be the asshole if I exposed my boyfriend for cheating on Christmas? Me and my boyfriend have been dating for about four years. Out of those four, we've been living together for one year. I just recently found out he was cheating on me. It has happened once before in the past, and he swore up and down that it would never happen again. But here we are in the same situation. We've been doing Christmas in my parents' house every year this year. But Oh, sorry. But this year, he was really adamant about having at his parents' house. After a little bit of back and forth, I gave in and decided to go to his parents' house. I bought him concert tickets for an artist, 
that I don't really like, but I wanted us to spend some time as a couple on something that he likes. I was going to surprise him with the tickets for Christmas, but now I know he has been cheating on me, and I was planning on including screenshots of him cheating on me as a present, too, for him to open in front of his family. Would I be the asshole if I expose him to his family on Christmas while the family are opening presents? That's kind of fucked up to do that, like, on Christmas. Yeah. But, yes, you would be. Yeah. I think so. It's Christmas. Don't do that. That's not... Don't don't throw dirty laundry out like that on Christmas. Right. I would say just not even go. Yeah, don't even go. Right. It's his family Christmas, right? Yes. Yeah, don't even go. Just go to your... Go to your own. Yeah. Go to your family Christmas. Yeah. I mean, like, the pettiness in me says that you should do that. Yeah. (laughs) But, like... Well, don't, so don't I think if I, I would go to my family Christmas and of course people would ask, oh, where is he? I'd be like, oh, yep, he cheated on me. So I'm here now. And then your family can have their like own little internal, well, you know. Yeah, share, share yeah. the screenshots and like. Yeah. Like, mom, look at this asshole, you know? Yeah, exactly. And then you can like kind of feel a little bit more empowered. Unless yeah. your family's kind of crappy and they're just like, well, we really liked him. <laughs> and just go to your dad and like, fuck this dude up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This one, um, top comment, just leave him. Spend it with your family. Um, he will lie, leave, send him a text explaining, thanking them for your time and wishing the parents all the best. So, yeah, pretty much straightforward, but a yeah, lot of comments were like, "Are you're still with him? Why are you still with him? Yeah, don't even, don't even go. Yeah. Number one, but don't also, don't like show that shit to his family. Like I get it. Yeah. Like, like I said, the pettiness in me would want to. Right. But like, don't do it. Right. And I have been cheated on before. I think we both have been cheated on before. And it, like, it sucks. It's a shitty feeling. But then I have also forgave that person multiple times. And it was not, it was not a good situation or anything to be in. So I think you just need to leave. Like, going to the family Christmas, it might unfortunately try and sway your mind and being like well you know it, it he said it it wouldn't happen anymore and blah blah and keep telling yourself all these lies that you know it's going to happen again but you're surrounded by his family and joy and you know whatever else to the point where you can be like almost justify staying with him so i think you just need to get out for yeah. your own sake I'm sure she, I'm sure they're not dating anymore. I'd hope not, but there was no update or anything else. Um, there was no comments from OP, so. Well, then maybe they are. Yeah, unfortunately. That's okay. You live and you learn. You learn and you live. People, you'll figure it out eventually. Yep. Just like when my mom was on the podcast and, like, uh, obviously she knew what was happening with a previous boyfriend of mine with the cheating and everything else um and she said i could have told you like not to go back to him and do all this other stuff but then you wouldn't have learned and i could have pushed you away instead of like 
you know, instead of her saying, oh, don't be with him, he's crap, whatever, whatever, and make me resent my mom in that moment, she sat there and was like, oh, well, I'm here for you. You know, I, my house is open. My arms are open. I'm here for you when you figure this out kind of thing, Mm -hmm. which I think is a good thing because I learned a lesson. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, it's fine. It was just a long little tangent. Okay. This one is a longer story. Okay. It was posted 49 days ago, and it's, am I the asshole for canceling Christmas? Yes. <laughs> can't cancel Christmas. You can't cancel it. Who are you? You're not <laughs> Santa. <laughs> oh, God. All right, go on with your story. I'm sorry. My sister, female 18, and I, female 22, are children of divorce. My mom and dad got divorced when I was still in elementary school. My dad cheated on mom and eventually left to marry that woman instead. My mom has been really hurt by this and honestly has never really healed from the trauma. Me and my dad are still really close. Even in the divorce, he still made a point to see us. Though, admittedly, he was not as involved as my mom. I love them both, but I cannot stand one one another oh they cannot oh my gosh they cannot stand one another this christmas is the first since my sister graduated high school and therefore the first where visitation is not set in stone by courts my mother assumed that because we're adults now she doesn't have to let her life be dictated by the bitch anymore and wants a set schedule for christmas which is the same every year she wants christmas eve with her mom my grandma and christmas morning with her To clarify, she wants to spend every single Christmas Eve and Christmas morning with us. My dad, on the other hand, assumed that we would still be going back and forth every year since my mom had us the past two years for Christmas. It would be his turn for this Christmas morning. So now there is a fight for Christmas morning, except they won't speak to one another, so it's coming down on my sister and I. Here's where it gets tricky. My stepmother is a textbook narcissist and admittedly does everything possible to get under my mom's skin. I asked my dad when Christmas was, and he answered, whenever I'm invited. So I'm good. I'm on good authority that my dad doesn't really care when Christmas is, as long as he sees us. But stepmother really wants it Christmas morning, so he's fighting for it. My mom has three children and one lives out of state. My stepsister is, oh, my stepmom, sorry. Stepmom has three children. One lives out of state. My stepsister is coming into town week before Christmas, but is unable to stay more than a couple days due to her job. My mom argues that if they cared about family and not just getting under skin, they would schedule Christmas when the daughter was in town, a week early rather than on Christmas Day. My stepmother has made several comments throughout my entire life that as soon as all the kids leave the nest, she is buying a small house so no one can come back and leech off of her and my dad. I've heard these comments since I was about 10. Last year, they forfiled. I don't know what that means. That and now live in a two-bedroom house, but want four kids to come back and sleep on air mattresses Christmas Eve. My mom argues when they bought their new house, they knew that they no longer had a Christmas morning house and it would make much more sense to wake up with her. So on Christmas and go to my dad's at 11 or noon. To clarify, my dad is okay with us going to my mom's side Christmas and on Christmas Eve night as long as we drive to his house and to wake up Christmas morning. 
At this point, I'm leaning towards my mom's side, mostly because air mattresses are uncomfortable. But my dad's argument was that it's his turn. I talked to my mom and shit hit the fan. She argued that this was stepmother trying to control her and the family and put up with it for 13 years, but she won't put up with it anymore. She has always cried Christmas Day and hates Christmas and thought that it was different this year now that we are adults. She told me that she was sticking with whatever happened this year and we were making a, a set schedule no matter what. I mentioned next year would be her turn and she said she would rather sleep in. I'm so exhausted at this point. I'm crying in my car on my way to work. I have said from the beginning I hate being in the middle and I just want to hear peace. But they genuinely, genuinely believe both sides only wants Christmas morning to have power over the other. My mom said I'm a child of divorce, so I've always been in the middle, and it's too bad. At this point, regardless of what I want to do, I hate the way that they have spoken to me. And I don't want to be on anyone's house on Christmas Day. Am I the asshole for refusing to go to either of their Christmas celebrations? I'll tell you what I would do. Holy man. <laughs> I wouldn't even show up. Yeah. To either. Fuck you guys. You're going to act like children, then you're not going to have any children for Christmas. Seriously? I No. Is it really that hard to figure out? Like, I know. We're both, we, Dylan and I are both children of divorce. Uh-huh. How did Christmas work growing up with you? Um. Do you remember? No. But I can probably tell you that it, it was probably it probably went like this whoever whoever whoever's day it was because we did a we did monday tuesday wednesday let's say monday tuesday wednesday with dad thursday friday with mom saturday sunday with dad and then it flipped back to monday tuesday wednesday with mom thursday friday with dad saturday sunday with mom yeah so you did the three two two schedule yeah yeah so Whoever's day it was, like if it was dad's, like if Christmas morning was at dad's house, then we would spend Christmas morning with dad. And then we would go to my mom's for Christmas with her. Like af like in the afternoon or? Correct. Okay. And it all depends on like, if it was like, if Christmas was like, on one of the days where it like ended where we had we had to go back to whoever's house yeah then we would just go there and stay there right but otherwise then we would just go back to mom or dad's right it was like in the middle of the you know do whatever. you so do you remember your parents ever like fighting about that or anything um well if they did they didn't they didn't do it in they, front of you yeah they didn't show it yeah which i think is good i don't know fight in my opinion fight all you want if you're divorced and everything but just don't do it in front of the kids well they fought in front of us a lot oh but like for christmas wise and stuff i don't i don't yeah they never really fought yeah i don't remember when we were real young what happened i'm sure we did something like that um but when we got older my dad worked a couple hours away from where his house was so he was only up there like every other weekend that kind of thing 
So I think we just kind of scheduled it like that. So I was like with my mom, did like whole family Christmas thing. And then like whenever my dad was available. Mm-hmm. But I do remember waking up and like it being Christmas on my dad's day. So I think we kind of did like a 50-50 thing if we could. Um, I do remember, this is really funny. So you've been to my dad's house. We have very mm-hmm. high vaulted ceilings mm-hmm. in there, you know. Yep. I don't know, maybe maybe twelve. What is about twelve? How how high do you think that is? Like twenty feet? The probably to the peak, yeah, about probably like between twenty to twenty five feet. Okay, well, we got a Christmas tree to touch all the way to the top one year. Yeah, it was huge. It was a ginormous Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, in the middle of the night on Christmas Eve, I think the fucking tree tipped over. <laughs> like this ginormous tree tipped over crashed down my i ran out of the room mason mason my sister ran out of the room my dad ran out and we were like what is going on a bunch of ornaments broke unfortunately because we did have a lot of like glass ones and stuff and our tree topper broke but other than that like everything else was fine it landed it fell over my dad's like dining room table and like the couch with the little hutch thing on the back mm-hmm. it fell right there And the tip of it was touching where, like, the hallway is to my room. (laughs) Yeah. Where was the tree? In the corner. Where the gun cabinet is? No. Over. On the other side of the TV. Oh. So, like, right in the middle of, like, between the living room and dining room. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because the the tree position there then would be, like, almost to the peak it was like to the peak yeah the star on the tree was almost touching the peak yeah so that's like it's it's like 20 to 25 feet tall right yeah there. <laughs> that's a big ass tree and my dad was like never again because we just begged him to get a giant tree because like well, we have the room <laughs> what he could have done is taken like binding wire yeah and wrapped it around the tree and then uh secured it to the wall right so you have the base and then you yeah. screw it to the wall and if you just got a wider base yeah, that was the problem. Was you know, if you got legs that stuck out like a radius of like, I don't know, um, if you had like a radius of like three feet, yeah, you know that would help stabilize the tree and take that binding wire and strap it to the wall like halfway up. Right. That would definitely help hold it up there. See, I think the screws. It was the screws from the base that like you screw into the tree, right? They weren't big enough or, like, long enough, and that's where it, like, it just scraped out of the tree and tipped over. Mm. Yeah, it was really, it was quite funny, though. Like, we could laugh about it afterwards, after we were, like, obviously it was very loud. Yeah. It was very crazy. Yeah. I know, like, when when my parents were together, we were were living at that house that I Mm -hmm. showed you. So that one had vaulted ceilings, too. Mm. My mom always liked big trees. Yeah. So my dad would always have to put this big ass tree up, <laughs> like a giant fucking tree. But like we never had that situation where a tree fell over, yeah. you know, because my dad just had a base that was those like damn near pretty much leg bolts that bolted into the oh, wow. tree. See, that's what we needed. I'm guessing that what you guys had were tiny little like screws. Probably. You know, they're like, <laughs> they're like mini leg bolts that just, you know. Yeah. But, like, we had, like, full-on leg bolts that went into the base of the tree that would actually hold it and support it. Hmm. That's what you need. Yeah. If you're going to get a tree that fucking big, 
Well, see, here's the weird thing, though. It was up for a good, like, two weeks before it fell. So I don't know why. It just fell. <laughs> well, I mean, branches move and... Yeah, I suppose. Because you're still... The tree is technically still, like, It living. was still alive, yeah. You know, you're putting water in there. It's still doing its thing. Well... Yeah, that was the one and only time we got a giant tree. After that, we got just, like, normal-sized trees. Yeah. And I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast or not, but we do not do a real tree. No, we don't. I don't think we've talked about it. We got a fake tree about, like, three years ago. Yeah, like two or three years ago. Um, Probably three. Yeah, I like it. It's... Yeah. I like real trees, but... Okay, first of all, it's the mess. The mess. The dogs. I feel right. like the dogs are going to be more inclined to do something to it. Eh, I don't think they'd be more inclined to do something to it. Mm, I don't know. But just having a real tree that you have every single day you have to water. And that, not only that, but like just cutting a tree down every single year. Paying for it. Like Not having to get it too early, otherwise it's going to die. You're paying like 60 to $80. Yeah. For a real tree, when you can pay $200 for a fake tree and have that tree anywhere from five to 10 years. Yeah. You know, it just right. makes more sense just to have a fake tree. Sorry, don't come at us, haters. It yeah. just makes more sense for us. Don't at me. Because now I can decorate, I can put it up and take it down whenever I want to and not have to worry about anything. And there's no needles. Yeah. Anywhere. There is no needles. There's just dog hair. <laughs> Yeah, dogs. <laughs> okay. Uh, back to the story. Um, I don't know if you're the asshole for not going. I I don't think so, I don't think so because, yes, I get you're going to want to spend time with family and both of your families are going to be upset if you don't spend time with them. But, like, if they're sitting there fighting over you when you guys are grown adults who can make their own decisions, I wouldn't want to go to either of them. Um, very top comment. Something my therapist told me, I'm also a child of divorce, was that you didn't get divorced. Your parents did. You don't have to keep following the terms set out in the custody, custody arrangement anymore if you don't want to visit either of them. It took me a while to realize that I actually have the power to tell one of, or both of them no. I think that's a good comment. Yeah, I... I was really paying attention. My phone fell. <laughs> I was wondering, my, so I have a flash when I get a text message or a phone call. Yes. My phone flashes because I am very, I'm not hard of hearing, but I don't know what it is. It's I can't, sometimes like if my phone goes off, I just don't hear it. So I have the flash on so that if my phone does go off, that I know it's going off. Yeah. And it really bugs Lexi because it also goes off with my alarm in the morning. It's really annoying because the whole room like lights <laughs> up and he doesn't wake up. No. I have to wake him up. I'm very bad <laughs> in the morning. He's very bad. He's also like, I don't want to say mean, but I like, uh, oh. I try and like, like push him or like, uh, honestly, like hit him awake because he doesn't wake up. All right. I'm gonna and tell then you he's this. like, <laughs> and then he's like oh i don't it's your alarm not mine and i'm like it's yours first of all i'm gonna tell you this right now every guy struggles to get up in the morning like that <laughs> and when you push somebody when they're peacefully peacefully sleeping 
and you're bumping them and hitting them, it's going to make them angry. Yeah, but you asked me to. That's the difference. <laughs> Shut up. Don't, <laughs> don't tell anybody that. He literally is like, help me wake up in the morning. So I set an alarm. I shake him. I wake him up and I say, hey, you got to get up now. I'm, I'm up. My alarm went off. You have to get up. This is the latest you can get up. Okay, five more minutes. <laughs> and then he goes back to sleep. Then he doesn't wake up. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's kind of factual. <laughs> Don't talk to me about that. <laughs> Don't. It's just hard. It's hard getting up. You're airing my dirty laundry out to the world right now. It's fine. Especially like this last couple days, we've both been sleeping in until like 8.39, which is... Very, un very unheard of for us. We're usually up by like 7, 7.30 latest. <gasps> Guess what? What? It's December 31st, 11.11 right now. Make a wish. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait, I didn't actually make a wish. I was just making random sounds. It's not December. Oh, it is December 31st. Okay, I made my wish. It's still 11.11 in December 31st. I made my wish. I'm ready to go. Cool. We're good. Awesome. By the way, happy new year when this comes out, because this will come out on Tuesday the 2nd. Yeah, you know, I was going to say that for the end, but you know what? Whatever. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, on to this next one. This is also from AITAH. It was posted 10 days ago. Oh, so this is an update? No. Oh. This is a new story. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. That's my bad. Am I the asshole for refusing to spend Christmas with my in-laws because my children get bullied? Are you the asshole for not wanting to spend the holidays with your in-laws because their kids are bullies? Mm -hmm. No, the chi the person's children get bullied. No, you're not the asshole. But we'll see. Okay. Some sometimes kids <laughs> need sometimes kidney kid kidneys. Whoa. Sometimes kids need bullies. Mm -hmm. okay. The right kind of bully. The right. Okay. <laughs> Not the really mean kind. <laughs> we have two children, female five and male six. And my sister-in-law, my husband's sister, has two children, male 10 and male nine. Every time we visit, they hurt my children in one way or another, both physical and emotional bullying. That's the wrong kind of bully. Yeah. This time I told my husband I don't want to spend Christmas with his family. He got upset because he doesn't want to lose his family. He is close with his mom and sister since they lost their father when my husband was 10. Also, my mother-in-law favors sister-in-law's children, and they get more and more expensive gifts. As long as my children were small, I didn't care how they... I didn't care. Now they notice that their pile from Granny is much smaller than their cousins. He says if we start not attending big holidays, this will put a wedge in, but I don't care. I don't want my babies to associate the holidays with negative feelings and being hurt. I don't even want to compromise, negotiate, or meet them halfway. Am I the asshole? No, but let me clarify this whole bully thing. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't want people to think I'm an asshole. Yeah. So you don't want to... you. The type of bully that I'm thinking about is the exact opposite of the bully that you think I'm thinking about. Okay. The bully that I think you're thinking about is one that hits, pushes, calls you terrible names, you know, is like super, super mean. Yeah. What I'm talking about is like a friend, right? A friend that bullies you. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? 
like uh, a really really good friend okay right that bullies you but not in like a like dirty nasty way one that's like you're an idiot for doing this you were okay you were really stupid for doing this don't do that more more or less like someone that helps guide you okay you know but like i guess like the term bully is not really i guess you shouldn't really use yeah but but you know what i'm saying but like being a friend and encouraging you to do the right thing but sometimes just saying it in a kind of mean way yeah you're a dumbass yeah yeah okay like that kind of bully because i like those friends okay sometimes (laughs) okay I, I I see where you're coming from. Yeah. I like those friends that will just straight up speak the truth to you. Yeah. Instead of beating around the bush and be like, well, I don't know if you should do something like that. I want the type of friend that would go, no, that is fucking stupid. Don't do that. And then smacks me in the hand with a ruler or something, you know? I tried doing that to one of my friends in high school. Yeah, what happened? Um... She just kept, like, lying to her mom about everything, about, like, where she was and, like, who she was with and, like, using me as an scapegoat. Um, and I was like, um... It's, a, it's actually scape- scapegoat. Yeah. sorry. Scapegoat. And I was like, um, I'm not <laughs> doing this anymore. Wonder kid. <laughs> and we had... A, it was, a like, three-friend group, and the one friend kept doing this because her mom was really, really strict. So me and the other friend were like, nope. Yeah, I ended up in a screaming match between those two friends in the cafeteria at high school, like screaming at each other. It was bad. See, I always in high school I had a friend and my dad would always ask me who I'm going to hang out with. And I would just name a random person from my class that I don't even hang out with. So Oh. I just never had a scapegoat. I just always said a random person that I wasn't <laughs> friends with. I just told my mom the truth. (laughs) (laughs) Nah. She's like, where are you going? I'm like, I'm going here. Okay. (laughs) Have fun. (laughs) Must be nice, Lexi. Yeah. Must be nice. Well, we had like a lot of cool different things that we could do where I was from. Uh, I I say cool now, (laughs) but like. Most boring town in America. (laughs) So we we did a lot of like hiking and like walking through the woods and like exploring new things. In the middle of the night where murders are out. No, not in the middle of the night. During the day and usually during summertime. Like and we would go swimming, you know, but you had to walk on the railroad tracks for a while. That kind of thing. The railroad tracks. The railroad. Sorry. The railroad tracks. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. Okay. Back to this. Um, Top comment. He got upset because he doesn't want to lose his family. What was he doing to prevent his children from being bullied? And nobody, like, OP didn't answer anything. Yeah, I don't think that you're the asshole. I think that you should just not go to that Christmas anymore or be around them anymore. Oh. Seem really shitty. Oh. OP did comment. Uh Uh-oh. Okay, so I'm going to read the comment before the one that OP commented on. Or the comment that op commented on whatever anyways you are not making a wedge you are reacting to the wedge they already made they treat your children differently with the amount and quality of gifts they allow your children to be bullied both physically and emotionally they have set up a situation for years where you your children are disliking christmas and spending time with his family you're a good mom for putting a stop to this early ritual of torture and disappointment Dad needs to take a look at what he thinks Christmas should be like for your children and what family should do for for your children. 
what is actually happening and what he's willing to do to make sure your kids don't get stuck with the crap version of both. And so basically, he needs to point out to mother-in-law the favor for the favoritism. And OP comments, discussions with his loser sister and loser, loser mother about why the children are bullies. Admirable that he cares. Applaud him for trying to help his nephews, but not by using my children as guinea pigs. That's all she said. Hmm. Yep. Well, still gonna go. So yeah, basically like, not, I don't know. Just don't, my opinion. Oh, great. <laughs> That's my, my version of bullying you. <laughs> my opinion, you need to stand up for yourself and for your kids because obviously their father is not. If you don't want your children to be bullied and whatever, whatever, like, do that. If you want to continue going, they will realize how shitty people you are or they are when they get older. And I know it because I had that happen. There was some part, I'm not going to say any part, a part of my family that treated us differently and in the moment, it felt really fucking shitty. And now as an, I'm, I'm an adult, I'm like, yeah, that was really fucking shitty of you. I'm not going to see you or talk to you ever, you know? Yeah. Well, I also have that same thing. Yeah. I'll name them. I don't care. I don't like them. Oh, God. What? Who? My dad's brother. Oh. And his all of his kids. Yeah. <laughs> Every single one of them? Yeah. Should I put them on blast? No. No? Okay. (laughs) Well. Yeah. I just, I think it's hard dynamic sometimes with family and treating certain people better. And sometimes you might not even realize that you're doing it. Sometimes you may realize that you're doing it. And it's just kind of shitty, honestly. Like you're not going to treat your whole family like they're equals and you love them the same then don't get any of them anything mm-hmm. in my opinion see otherwise i that's the only that's the only part of my family that i don't like yeah it's my dad's brother and his kids there is my my aunt on my mom's side she's great yeah love her yeah we love her my mom we love her <laughs> my dad we love him yeah. yeah that's about it i don't think i have any really your, right. your sisters and everything well that's part of my family yeah. of course we love them. but yeah <laughs> except for i'm just kidding oh god <laughs> no. no no but i think that i was bullied a lot in middle like elementary middle school and high school yeah i was just bullied the whole time yeah it's pretty great but i think it set me up like i don't want to say better because i don't know what it'd be like if i didn't get bullied at all right but like me getting bullied since i was like seven all the way through to my senior year so for 11 years just getting bullied every day yeah i think it helped with my sense of humor and yeah, it helped me 
like i mean obviously that whole it was shitty getting bullied that whole time right and not like the good bullying like i was saying the bad bullying right um i think it helped me that like then i can now i can just ignore all of that kind of bullshit yeah i yeah i get it i don't know sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad i think i was also bullied for no good reason honestly in my opinion um i know you were you were bullied for no fucking good reason either i was just being i just got bullied for being fat (laughs) yeah me too but so and you weren't fat i wasn't at all even that big but you weren't even no you were super super skinny i was a fatty and i got bullied for being a fatty so for 11 years (laughs) (laughs) oh just kidding i'm not gonna cry so listeners (laughs) let me let me let me know this so dylan and i were talking the other day and he came across an old bully and just saw how uh, like i don't want to say shitty but like how i don't want to say bad either what are we talking I, about so you got bullied for being bigger uh-huh. and you came across a bully like on facebook or whatever uh-huh. and that bully is now bigger than you Which and we were kind that? of like oh it's kind of nice when your bully ends up being the exact thing that they were bullying for. Yeah, right. But like all but of like, my, all the people is that is that us being assholes? Uh, no. Or no. I'm asking, I'm asking oh, the like listeners. I see. Is that us being assholes? Because I I had the same thing. My bully is way bigger than anything I ever was or am now and I know it feels bad too but i also felt pretty good because it was like (laughs) karma's a bitch that sucks yeah you know maybe they're confident maybe they don't maybe they're not confident in their own skin but yeah karma's a fucking bitch in my opinion yeah i mean i forgot who that was was i don't remember was it like last night that way i no it was like two nights ago i I don't think it was last night because we went to dinner last night and yes. we on the way home. I know I drove home. Yes. No, it wasn't. Uh, it was, it was been a couple nights ago. Yeah. I don't remember who that was. I don't know either. See, but... see how they don't live in my mind? Yeah, exactly. See how they don't live in my mind? So, I don't know, listeners. Do you guys agree? Or do you think we're assholes for that? See, because you brought it up. I did bring it up. And then I have no idea who you're even talking about. Because I literally don't think about it. Right. Well, I was just thinking about it because, like, no, I know what you're, all you know. of these bullies or whatever. So I That's was just kind of thinking, like, I don't wish them bad and they don't live in my mind. But when I not. come across them, right, it's just kind of like, oh, it's it's like a mini win. It's like, yes, yeah, you got fat. <laughs> yeah. Or like, I don't know. Oh, I, I feel more successful than you kind of thing. Well, I don't know. Whoa, whoa. I don't know. Whoa. Not, not to that extent. Not to be like, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. I don't think I'm ever, well, when I owned my own company, I was like, fuck you, bitches. <laughs> I fucking did it. <laughs> well, sometimes I just feel like, 
even though my life didn't turn out the way I wanted it to. <gasps> what? What? Your life didn't turn out the way you wanted it to? Well, like in high school, I was planning to go to a four-year college and get a degree and do all that. I didn't do that. Do you guys hear that? She's married to me. Her life didn't turn oh out the God. way she wanted it to. No, I'm not in that a, sense. I'm going to cut this and I'm going to use that for oh the rest my of my God. life now. Not in that sense. In the sense of when everyone I went to school with was graduating and getting their four-year degrees, I was still not even halfway through my associate's degree. And I still didn't finish it. So in that moment, I felt shitty and like a failure because these people are doing better than I am. Well, you also have to Well, remember. then you turn it around. I got a great job without a degree. I'm at a great job without a degree because of my military experience, because that set me off like behind everyone else when some of these people couldn't even get a good job, even with their degree. So in my mind, I was like, I did feel shitty for a while. Now I feel kind of good that I'm like, huh, I'm sorry, but I didn't waste my time or money on a four year degree and I'm doing better. You also have to remember. You were behind because of the military. Yes. You were deployed. You had you had uh, drill. I had you my had, training. You had all, all of that. You had you had to do all of that. Yeah. That's what set you behind. See, I never went to college. Yeah. Right out of high school, I went into the trades. Yeah. And yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that either. No, no. And if I if I tell anybody, like anybody that's in high school or something, I will tell. All of them. If you don't know what you want to do, just go into the trades. Yeah. You can bounce around to any different trade you want. Right. Don't join the union. The union sucks. <laughs> but, well, it doesn't suck if it all depends. But if you're going to stay at a job forever or what you think is forever, I would advise to join the union. Yeah. But I if mean, you're going to bounce around and kind of figure out what you want to do, don't join the union. Yeah. Not yet, anyways, kind of thing. Like, and then figure out on your own if it's better for you to join the union or not. I just feel like it depends on what state you're in. Yeah. Like Illinois, they have a really strong union. That's good. Like specifically Chicago. Okay. Um. So if you live in Illinois, be very smart to join the union. Yeah. Wisconsin, on the other hand, like Milwaukee has a little bit stronger of a union than, say, Green Bay. Right. Um, I was in the union. I got out of the union. I like it better being out, yeah, than being in. But when I was like climbing ladder through the trades, I always felt good about my choice being in the trades. I don't have any student debt, right? I'll never have any student debt. Yeah. I more or less with the trades, you're learning the trade while working. So you don't have to go to school. They do have schooling for it. Yep. But you don't have to pay to go to school. You don't have. Yeah, exactly. So, and I feel great because like now I have a high paying job. Right. That is, nobody does it. Nobody really does it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and like the average age is like the mid forties. Right. So like. So, you know, like longevity, he is secure where he's at. You're always going to need it, you know, like. We just need more people in the trades. You, we do. We really do. Unless we have less, then I can get paid more. So nobody right. join the trades. <laughs> nobody join the trades. 
No, honestly, like, and if you're thinking, if you are unsure if you want to go to college or the trades, then start at a vocational school where you could get a two-year or even one-year degree in whatever trade that you think you might be interested in or something. Because then, like, you have that, and I don't want to say it sets you apart, but you have some type of experience going into whatever trade. Mm -hmm. You don't have to have it, but if you're not sure... If you're like, hmm, I, I don't know if I want to go to college or do the trades or whatever, start there. Just see. Yeah. And that like, so there's two things in my mind is fabricating and the trades. Yeah. So fabricating, you always need people. Right. And of course, machines are taking over the fabricating world. You got yeah. CNC machines, water jets, you have lathes that can do the work for you, but you need somebody to operate that machine. Right. You know, so if you can get trade trained to run a cnc machine or a water jet you could be living <laughs> you know you could yeah be, you know you go to college for it's like a two-year program for a cnc tech right you know that's what i was gonna do but i just didn't but like fabricator or anybody in the trades we need construction and we need people to build things right or doing construction right or anything so L like well linemen flooring right. you know everything yeah there's a lot and welders manual labor will never cease to exist right i know that there's like machines that are starting to take over certain jobs but like you said you need people to run those machines you also need people to fix those machines yep. you need all of that and that's what my dad he is a like i forgot i keep forgetting what they call it he's like a me like a mechanic kind of thing kind of it's it's not he's not called a mechanic okay but so he fixes machines gotcha. at, like, on like, in like factories. Okay. If they break down. He is the person that shows up to fix it. Yeah. Not many people know how to do that. No. You know, so he shows up and he'll like, he could be on call even, you know. Yeah. And it could be like midnight and he'll get a phone call and he'll have to show up to fix it mm. because some idiot that they hired doesn't know how to do it. So <laughs> he has to show up to do it. Well, that's kind of. Kind of in that realm, that's what my stepdad did. He traveled all over the country and he um, inspected boilers in like plants in factories mm -hmm. that did paper and a lot of other things. Mm -hmm. So there's not many people who do that. He had the schooling for it. He got paid pretty nice for it. But on the downside, he had to travel a lot. He was gone a lot. Yeah. Which sucked, but it also like he lived in Washington for a while for like a year we got to go out and see him and see that whole side of the country that was pretty cool yeah if you're so if you're single and you don't have any kids yeah by all means highly recommend that get in the trades and just travel yeah you make so much money because that's what I did out of high school you get per diem you get um most of the time you get extra pay for just being out of town. Right. You get a couple more dollars an hour. Exactly. And I always opted for night shift because night shift, you got a night. You got even more of like a premium. It was a premium. Yep. Plus I was already out of town. So I was making extra three or four dollars an hour on top of my normal wage. Which out of high school is not fucking bad at right. all. So like being 18 and making 16, 17, 18 dollars an hour, of course, that back was in, back in 2016, yeah. 2017. That was a lot of money. Right. You know, like working a part-time job to working a full-time job and pulling in only $300 every two weeks 
compared to pulling in over a thousand dollars after taxes every week right is huge yep but that of course is me working seven days 12 hours a day right which is not really like feasible with family and everything but right but working 84 hours a week that's a lot yeah that is a lot but it's a lot of money yeah so if you want to go out there and make bank do it for five years save up a ton of money and then if you want to move somewhere right right move somewhere don't don't live where you're living or you can move back to where you are living and then just stay there well i think like if your parents support it you know if you did the traveling and everything like that like traveling trades and stuff Mm -hmm. you know not having a place that you like pay rent for or whatever you know being able to like leave stuff or come back to a parent's house kind of thing while you're saving all that money or buying an RV and just traveling in like a little camper van or like a little RV. Right. But and doing that too. But like if you're traveling for a company. Yeah, they're gonna pay for it. They're paying for everything. Exactly. You know, they're paying for your they're paying your PDM, which is your food allowance. Right. They're paying for your hotel or Airbnb. Right. You know, because a lot of companies are shifting to Airbnbs now because nice. they're cheaper. Some are cheaper than actual hotels. Yeah. So, and you can usually, I don't know if how they do that, but you can usually fit, if you rent out a house, you can fit more than one person in it. Correct. You know? Yeah. You can get, you get know, five, six guys in right. there or whatever. Yeah. For 120 bucks a night. Exactly. For that many guys. Versus getting huge. what, like six hotel rooms or five, four hotel you rooms? Can fit two guys in one hotel room. Right. So, and you're spending 90 to $120 a night. Right. For one room for two guys. Exactly. So if there's four guys and you're spending $120 a night for four guys, you're saving, I mean, double. You're, you know, you're, yeah, exactly. So I just, Airbnb is a lot smarter now, like for companies to do that. And That's they have true. a whole house. They don't have to, you know, they have a full. Yeah, they can cook their own meals. Right, they have a full fridge, washer, dryer. Which is nice. Yeah, the washer, dryer is nice. Instead of using the hotel's washer and dryer and that's downstairs or... Worried about their shit getting stolen and stuff. Right. Yeah. And washer and dryers that actually work. Yeah. So. Anyways, we got off on a little tangent for a while, but that's okay. It's fine. We have two stories left. They're not super long, so... Okay. This one's on r slash off my chest. It was posted six days ago. My mother let my kids open all their Christmas presents without me and my husband. Damn. Yeah. I was walking down the stairs this morning and saw wrapping paper and presents all over the floor. My mother spent the night with us to spend extra time with her grandkids, kids aged 8, 7, and 7. So I stopped and asked if she let them open all their presents without us. She tried to give me a non-answer, but I pointedly asked and she confirmed she did. I just walked back upstairs and shut my door. My husband is livid, but at least he calmed down enough to go downstairs a few minutes after I told him. It's been 30 minutes and I'm still upstairs, waffling between crying and wanting to punch a hole in my wall. I realize and acknowledge in the grand scheme of things that this is very minor and a very first world problem, but it has greatly upset me and I'm having trouble calming down enough to go downstairs and enjoy Christmas with my children. I'll probably go down after I post this, so thanks and Merry Christmas, everyone. There is an update if you want me to read it right away. Okay. Update. Thanks to everyone who showed solidarity. I tend to minimize things, so it's so encouraging to read support. I really can't express how much that meant to me. 
As for the day, I came downstairs right after posting to get the kids some food and organize the gifts. But I also had some gifts that weren't under the tree. Both my husband and I got them, got to deliver them direct from Santa and to help us all feel about better about what happened. I didn't really speak to my mother because the kids were around and I had to get them ready to go to a Christmas party. We went to the party and had a fantastic time. We all came back, including my mother, to gather her things, and I spoke very briefly about how she hurt and upset me. She apologized, but said that she was simply not thinking. She spent most of the few minutes we talked repeating this and saying she never meant to upset us. I don't know if this makes it better or worse, but I feel like I have to reevaluate again how much, if any, contact she should have with my kids. Okay. Yeah. So... So the grandma literally just wants to see, like, happiness for the kids. So, like, I don't blame her at all for doing it. It sucks, yes. But the grandma just wants to see the kids be happy. Yeah. You know, and, like, seeing the joy on their faces when they're opening presents. Like, yeah, that's all she wants. So I'm sure, like, the kids came downstairs and were like, Grandma, Grandma, see everything. Like, can we open this? Blah, blah, blah. Right. And I'm sure she was probably like, oh, I don't know. And just maybe got caught up in the moment. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I, Or maybe she was like, oh, yeah, let them sleep in, you know, do whatever. They can see what they got later. But I feel like a sorry is definitely warranted. And I would say, hey, if you want to stay over at our house again, I would like you to not do this. But that, I don't know. <laughs> being a parent and just seeing the joy of your child's face opening presents yeah that's the part that would suck yeah me not be able to see that and just seeing them enjoy their toys or whatever they got right but like not being able to see their happiness of opening the presents that's that's what would suck yeah but on the other hand they are going to a family christmas which they're probably getting more presents at and you could see Yeah, but these presents are from, you know, from, like, if it was my kid being like, this is from me. Right. You know, and this is from Santa that got delivered to our house for you. Right. You know, not from Aunt Cheryl. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or Aunt Aunt, uh, Boobala. I don't know. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) I don't. See, that's the thing is, like. I don't, it's not the same when it's from somebody else. It's right. still pretty great seeing it, you right. know, like the joy, but like seeing an actual present from me and my son opening a present is great. Yeah. I love seeing it. So if I didn't get to see it, I'd be pretty upset. But like, I don't know. I, 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 I'm swinging both But ways. enough to not have any contact with I know. the just, grandma again? I don't think so. I, I think don't that's think fine. so. But I, I'm just swinging both ways. I know. You know. Um, very top comment. Kick her out to her back to her own house. Damn. That's not right at all. She robbed the two of you of Christmas morning. If she, she wants to stay over next year, tell her to get fucked. I'm <laughs> not surprised that you're livid and crying. I'd be raging. Okay. Well, that's not fair. So, I, in my opinion, it's just more... Uh, that's a little too over the top for me. Definitely. Like, I feel you need to sit down, talk to her. Tell her how that made you feel and say, if you want to come again, I just don't, I don't want this to ever happen again. Right. So do you understand the severity of it? 
and how it made me feel and how and why I don't want this to happen again. Mm -hmm. And if the mother was like, yes, I understand. I'm so sorry. This is not what I wanted to do at all. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like it's fine, but I wouldn't go like no contact with them. Yeah, no, that's 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 extreme. That's extreme. Yeah. Your kids are going to be like, well, where's grandma at and not understand why something happened. Yep. Just because they open presents at Christmas. Yeah. It's, that's a bit extreme. All right. You ready to move on? Yeah. Last one. Very short. Um, It's actually a nice one because we had some kind of real big downers this time. Oh, thank God. So this one was actually posted five years ago Um, from r slash off my chest. My brother and I are adults and we still have our own secret Christmas in his bedroom every Christmas morning. <laughs> you just see Dillard's face. Well, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> that sounds really gross. It doesn't sound right, but just just hang on. Just listen. Okay. I just had to tell someone because this is so cute and nobody cares. My brother and I are seven several years apart. Growing up, we would wake up early on Christmas morning before our parents and lie awake in bed waiting for it to be okay to come down for us to open presents. So at one point, we remedied this by giving each other our presents for one another as soon as we woke up, like 7 a.m. So we could enjoy Christmas early. We started doing this at elementary school age. I am 30 years old and super excited for my early Christmas with my brother. Last time we did it, my husband stayed in bed while my brother and I exchanged gifts like little kids at 7 a.m. I hope we both live long lives and continue to do this until we're 80. It's so cute, it just makes me cry, thinking about it because it's so adorable. Also, I have my period right now, so everything makes me cry. (laughs) That's it. That sounds so weird. It sounded weird. Which is why it intrigued me. And then I read it and I was like, oh, that's just like cute. You didn't want to wait for presents. So you guys just exchanged gifts right away. I don't know. But we've had we've had talks before about mothers and their sons. Yeah. On this. And this sounds like a brotherly sisterly thing. And it's really like freaking me out. Yeah. I don't like it. It's weird. Like imagine like them two just like in bed with pajamas on opening presents it's weird right i don't like it okay but it's not really that weird okay it's not You're i don't in know bed in pajamas under the covers opening presents <laughs> i know that they're probably not doing that but it's weird okay okay but in in an innocent mind it's not weird it's we're exchanging gifts because we really want to open gifts it's and now cool they, contri- they they continued the tradition into their adulthood. It's, it's a cool tradition. I get it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's just a weird, cool tradition. I get that. I don't know. I don't approve. <laughs> I am not. I am not sitting there with my sister in my room or her room, exchanging gifts, the morning of Christmas. Okay. Yeah. I see that. It's it's different if it was you and your sister. I guess. Okay. What? I don't know. Why do you have to go to that, like, <laughs> everything's bad kind of thing? What do you mean? Like, there's nothing wrong with a, a brother and sister exchanging gifts. It's weird. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> if they did it out in the living room, totally fine. Behind closed doors, it's weird. Oh, my God. Okay. I get it. I, I don't think you do. 
All right. This was the end. Happy New Year, everyone. Don't forget we have the Google Forms on our Facebook and Instagram to send your own story in. Completely anonymous. We don't get anything. Um, Anything you want to say? No. All I want to say is Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Yeah. Happy Holidays, too. Yeah. Happy Holidays, too. Whatever. <laughs> love you guys. See you guys next time. We love you. Say it. We love you. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you.